Welcome to You Can Grow Anywhere. My name is Pete Gagliardo with Power Up Coaching and Hypnosis. And we're going to spend the next couple weeks talking about relationships. Because relationships in our lives are so vital, but yet it can be one of the hardest things uh, we can ever experience in, in our lives. And I want you to understand and appreciate the value and importance of our relationships that you know, you're going to be driven, you're going to understand that, you know, being whether it be a dad, uh, a mom, a wife, or a husband, it's not as difficult as we make it out to seem, right? There's some simple things we can do to have it go, oh yeah, that's not so bad, right? Because the rewards are obvious and caring and, you know, we get such a huge, huge outcome every day of our lives by embracing parts of our relationships. So we're going to spend the next couple of weeks going over a few uh, parts of relationships, right? The first part we're going to talk about this week is the basics of a healthy relationship. Next week... We're going to go over family and spousal relationships. The week after that is going to be about friendships. And the last week is going to be about business relationships because they're all unique and different. So this week, you know, we're going to talk about the basics of a healthy relationship, right? There are certain fundamentals that when we master them, we become so far along on this journey of healthy relationships. And the key to really understanding relationships is that relationships revolve around people. And yes, every person is different and there are general principles that make uh, certain people, you know, ticked or um, happy or sad or, or whatever. But if we understand these basic traits at a fundamental level, we make our relationships stand out. You know, it, it makes the bad relationships good and it makes the good relationships even better. So let's get excited, you know, let's get ready because nothing can bring more joy to life than beautifully fulfilling relationships. The depth and understanding and appreciation that these kind of relationships bring is so unmeasurable, right? And of course, you know, as many people find out, nothing can bring on so much pain as a broken relationship with someone that you hold close to your heart. So yes, relationships make the world go round. You know, there's a campaign in a, from Dunkin' Donuts in this area where it goes, America runs on Dunkin's. No, America runs on relationships. The world runs off of relationships. So how do we make sure we have the best relationships possible? Well, you know, there's a few things that we need to understand, and we're going to go through them, but there's really eight essentials that make up a very healthy relationship. Now, the first one is love. Now, everyone has a different definition of love. 
most people think of love as a feeling. But really, you know, is it a feeling? You know, when you say it to someone, when you're talking to them, right? And you say, I love you to them. Are you always talking about how you feel about them? Sometimes yes, but sometimes love has a much deeper meaning than just a feeling. You know, love is a commitment we make to people to always treat that person right and honorably. Especially those we hold close to us. We have a feeling of love, but if we really go deeper than that, it's so much more than just that feeling. We expand our definition of what love means by including that commitment to love, to treat them with the utmost respect and loyalty and care. For healthy relationships, we must love everyone. Now, we may not like, you know, some people based on how we feel about them, but we can still love them at that deeper level, which means how we act towards them, how we treat them is going to be right and honorable because this is really the basis of all healthy relationships. You know, the second one is having a serving heart, right? Zig Ziglar says frequently, that you can have everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want out of life. Now this concept you're talking about is having a heart and life that is focused on serving and helping other people, right? Because we always should do to others as we want others to do to us. So the more we help people, the more people are honestly going to help us back. Now, the third one is honest communication. This is so important because communication allows us to express what we have going on inside us. It enables us to connect with another person. You know, without communication, we're left to assume what someone's thinking. We're left to assume what someone else is feeling. But isn't it amazing when we have such honest and open communication, right? Because let's say one person is feeling one thing and through communication, another person can find out that feeling too, right? and it can only help. This is a vital, vital goal to having solid relationships, communication, the ability to tell each other what we're thinking and what we're feeling because that makes that connection. You know, sometimes we are the ones speaking and the other times we are the one that's listening. Either way, communication for building a relationship just makes it stronger. So think about right now the, the relationships you have with people. Is the communication there or do you spend time assuming 
what the other person is thinking or feeling? Do you assume they know how thankful and how much you, they mean to you, right? Do you tell them that or do you assume they already know? The next one is friendliness. Because to keep it simple, <laughs> relationships just work better when we are friendly with everyone we meet, right? Being friendly can be that cushion on a bumpy ride, that cheerfulness goes a long way to build those lasting relationships, right? Because again, think about it. Do you want to be around people constantly who are just in a bad, grumpy mood? I know personally, I don't. But the fact that if just by being friendlier, you're going to naturally transform those moods for other people. Because that energy around you is just going to expand to them and they're going to start having these beneficial feelings around you, right? You're going to cheer them up. You're going to put that smile on their face. You're going to have those kind words to say. You're going to treat people with such a great deal of friendliness that naturally all your relationships are going to improve. Now, it's also important to understand that yes, there are going to be those grumpy people in our lives. And what do we need? We need patience. It's so important to have patience for everyone because people are not perfect. We do make mistakes. We do fail when we set out to do things, right? So there's times where yes, people have failed you and there's times where you have failed others. So we need patience as well. Now, so many relationships break down because people give up and lose their patience. Yeah, and this goes with friendships, this goes with business relationships, marriages, every type of relationship out there, right? Because everyone goes through time where it's tough and there's turmoil, right? But those that survive, because they have patience with each other, for each other, right? They love each other. They won't give up on those relationships too early because the other person isn't perfect, right? And they sometimes forget that the next friend or the next spouse or the next partner will not be perfect either. So the best thing we can do is work to cultivate the skills to learn to have more patience to build on those relationships we have. Now, there are times where someone, yes, may have, you know, failed us too many times and we go, I can no longer live with this person. That's okay, but make sure you have that patience to give it everything you have. Because the next one is loyalty, right? Loyalty is another commitment we make to another person. And sadly, a lot of times loyalty is what's missing in many relationships, right? Maybe we have forgotten what it means to be loyal, right? Our consumer mentality has affected us to some degree or another, right? People are no longer loyal to a product. People are no longer loyal to companies or their clients, right? And it spills over into our relationship. You know, think about when you know, a new, better car comes out or a new, better product. 
do we stay with the one that we've always used or are you quick to jump around to try the different things? Because it's one thing to switch brands of, you know, washing detergent or soap or shampoo, but it's another thing altogether to switch friends. And sometimes we just need to commit to being that loyal friend and let that relationship move forward, right? We need a higher level of, you know, commitment to them. This kind of loyalty will take, you know, your friendships to such a much deeper level, right? It's such a powerful feeling knowing that you know someone is loyal to you. They will do anything for you. They will be there to help you when things get tough. You know, imagine, like, you can probably think of that person in your life now. Imagine if you had a whole bunch of those people. Now, the next one is having a common purpose, right? One of the basics of a healthy relationship is having a common purpose. And a lot of times this gets overlooked, but for long-term, long-lasting relationships, this is so vital. Think about how many friends you have met through the years, you know, while working on a common purpose, enjoying the same events, going to the same concerts, same music, you know, same activities, right? Maybe it was someone you met while, you know, playing a sport, while working on, you know, um, a project at work or, or going to church or even at your office, right? Things brought you together to work on a common purpose. You had that strong common bond that just brought you together and held you together. So, working together, building together, failing, succeeding together, you know, all while going after that common purpose, that's what relationships are made of, right? Find people who share that common purpose to help you grow, to help you build that great relationship because you're going to reap those long-lasting benefits. Now, the last one I think is one of the best best and most important ones is you gotta have fun, right? All good relationships should have some element of fun. Now, that doesn't mean you gotta be loud or, you know, mean or inappropriate. No, it's just having that ability to have fun, to joke around, to do things that you enjoy, to laugh, right? Those are, are what gonna give you that long-term relationship because fun brings enjoyment to the relationship. And that's so important, right? I think often we, we forget or we neglect having fun with our family and with our friends and with our spouses, right? The things we did in the beginning of a new relationship sometimes get taken for granted or simply fall to the wayside and we stop creating the same fun and joy. So remember to consciously craft and do fun things and have fun moments to laugh because these are the glue and the foundation that hold our memories together to make our lives so sweet and enjoyable, right? These are so many great things you need to do. Now, through all of these things, right, we need to put that zest, that effort into the relationship. Nothing in life does happens without 
some effort and dedication on your part. Because if you think back to when your relationship started, whether it be with your friends, business partners, or, or spouse, right? It starts out with fun, that zest, that energy. We need to put that in, right? We need to cultivate the intimacy of those relationships. Now, this, as far as intimacy goes, is so much deeper than just how you normally perceive it, right? Because intimacy is just making those bonds stronger, having that personalness where you know and trust each other. Because when you have that depth, that meaning, there's so much understanding, there's so much peace, there's so much, you know, congruity going on between the two of you. It's so important, right? And, and whether it's a business relationship or friendship, you have to have a purpose for it, right? That's one of the best things you can do because it makes you bond that much harder. If, if both of you or all of you are going somewhere with a purpose or doing a task with a purpose, it just builds that bond, that relationship, and it solidifies it so it's going to be able to handle all the ups and downs we experience in our life. So now as we come to the end of the first week of our relationships, I want you to think, I want you to reflect, because reflecting is so important. If you remember back from the beginning, because I know we're a couple months in, you know, what do you think about the distinction between love and like, right? How can you love everyone even if you don't like them, right? How can you treat them with love? Now, are you a person who enjoys helping others? Now, how would other people respond to that if they ask that about you you know would they say you're always there to help other people how are your communication skills right do they hurt do they slow you do you assume a lot or do you openly ask questions to know where you want to go right would you describe yourself as a person with patience do you lose it quickly go quickly to anger or do you have patience and understanding? And if you find you are quick to anger, what can you do to change that? And think, are you having fun in your relationships? What can you do to have more fun? Because after you reflect on those, I want you to think of a person you interact um, regularly that, who, you know, Maybe you don't like them or love them. They're just kind of there. And I want you to make an effort to show that person that you love them by treating him or her right and honorably, no matter how they act or respond, right? Make it a goal to serve one or two people each day selflessly without expecting anything in return. Write it down. Again, this is where journaling comes in so important. Write down how you feel helping people, how your body feels helping people, right? 
then think about a relationship that used to be more fun. It may be with a spouse or a friend or, or someone in your past. But think about what, what did you do that was fun? Because I want you to plan and then go do that fun thing, whether it be with them or with someone else, but get out and enjoy the person you do it with. Now, until next week, when we're going to talk about family and spousal relationships, because that's the primary relationship that most people have are with their family. So we're gonna help you increase that bond with your family next week. So I look forward to see, having you see this and listen to it. My name is Pete Gagliardo with Power Up Coaching, and I look forward to talking to you next week about the family and spousal relationships.